You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host, back with another episode down in Midtown today. Uh, if you're watching the video, we've got some epic cars in the background. Um, that might just be my personal opinion because I'm a huge Porsche fan. Um, but uh, Brett and Jess are on the podcast, uh, owners of Midtown Auto House. I'll put the links to the Instagram so you can follow that and the website as well. So you can check that out down below in the description. But guys, thanks so much for taking the time out to share some stories. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about cars today. So for people listening, if you want to check out now, feel free. <laughs> but we will talk about Oklahoma a little bit, you know. But as people listening might know, I absolutely love cars, and, and we connected through our you know mutual passion for Porsches and stuff like that. But before we get into the car stuff and and, and the facility you guys have here, give the listeners a little bit of context. Um, I guess where you born and raised, and then you know I, where did you meet? You go first. Sure. Um, I was born in Kansas and ended up in Texas for the end of high school. So I went down to Texas A&M and um, studied accounting and finance there. And um, that is where we met. And I grew up in uh, Duncan, did undergrad at Oklahoma State and went to medical school at Texas A&M. Um, yeah, we met there. Ended up in Dallas uh, for my residency and for her um, accounting firm. Uh-huh. We were there for five years and went out to Nashville uh, for a year and then came back to Oklahoma. We always kind of knew Oklahoma was mm-hmm. yeah. the final plan. But not Duncan? Not Duncan. <laughs> um, we have, ironically, my group does have um, the radiology contract in Duncan. So yeah. um, periodically I'll go down there, not much anymore, but we have partner, a partner that lives there. And it's always weird going back and doing procedures on like your elementary school teacher and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's uh, like, oh, Mrs. Good to see you again. Yes, it's been a few years. Sorry, I was a pain in the backside in class. Exactly. Right? Uh, what is your pro- medical profession? Uh, I am a uh, musculoskeletal or orthopedic radiologist. So, okay. um, look at MRIs and CTs of joints and spines, and then uh, stick needles in those spots. A lot of fun, then. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good times. So, so you guys. At Texas A&M takes you to Dallas. Um, you know everything's happening in Dallas, and it's one of the reasons that it's a great city to visit. You know, food, cars, everything. Um, I still haven't made it down to the Dallas Cars and Coffee yet, but I want to because I just keep seeing pictures of Chirons and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that sure. rolling around. I'm like oh, one day, um, but you know, like I said, you finally come back to Oklahoma. Um, does your car sh- kind of shared passion for cars start before that, or does it start you know like when you're in Dallas? We should have your mom here. It started when he was like three. Yeah. Yeah. My mom actually just sent us actually a couple of weeks ago before we even talked about this. Um, she was getting sentimental and going through the baby book and looking at it. And it at one to two years um, age, it said cars, cars, cars with an exclamation point. And so, um, you know, every time uh, we'd go to the store, it was yeah. you know, getting a new Hot Wheels and building garages um, out of Legos and bristle blocks and lining all the cars up. And so <laughs> yeah. it started really early um, growing up in Duncan, you know, the idea of, of Porsches and European cars and stuff was such a far off uh-huh. um, type of a automobile. Um, it was much more 
muscle cars or trucks. Um, my dad never had like super fancy cars, but they were always just really nice and classy. He had a, um, a third generation uh, Oldsmobile 442, an El Camino, like mid eighties, two tone black and red, uh, two door Bronco. And so stuff like that, just always real cool things. And so I always really gravitated towards cars and, um, and when we were in Dallas, um, we were much more into kind of the off-roading stuff. Did a lot of things with the Land Rover Club. Because um, we had Hill Country. Yeah, we had Hill Country. We'd go down there. Um, we One year went out to the National Land Rover Rally in Moab. And that was a really fun time. Had a um, broke down in the middle of the trail. Had to figure out how to get the car back to Texas. Um, it was kind of a fun, um, exciting deal. Um, but yeah, we moved back here, and when I first started, I was commuting a lot to um, Duncan and Lawton uh, specifically. And at that time, I was driving a, a Jeep Wrangler that was lifted on 35-inch mud train tires. <laughs> because it off-roaded it in, off-road. in, exactly. in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Yeah. And so when we moved back here, you know, doing that, you know, almost 200-mile round trip in this Jeep was miserable. And it was like, I got to get something different. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, there's, I knew there was how it was close by, and I'd always thought autocross would be fun. Uh-huh. And so I started looking at um, little sports cars, kind of with the full gamut, looking at uh, Miatas, the Subaru BRZ had just come out um, and then uh, started looking at Porsches and it's like it always seemed just impossible but found a used 911 and that's really what kind of got the well let's be real it starts out hey Jess I can buy this this Porsche Boxster yeah, at this yeah, price yeah. and okay okay but then once I add this and this and this I might as well get a 911 and then it's like, this is just, as yeah. I'm sure any car person would know, it's just the natural progression. Yeah. Of, we're just this little bit more. While we're here, yeah. we're just going to go ahead and do this. At least he laid it out for you. Yeah. Right? Some husbands would have just been like, honey, I'm buying a new car. Oh, no, car. no. I got to say, it's just a nice head buddy for a bit. <laughs> good, good conversation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was it. We um, got a, a used uh, 2012 uh, 911 <laughs> C2 Carreras, um, the first gen 991, just base and started out across a lot with the local PCA club. Yeah. Um, did a lot of um, events and drives with them, and then it just snowballed from there to, to doing tons of track days yeah. to having a track car stored in Texas where we'd go down there trailing cars out to road to land and such. So um, it's gone from just being, a, you know, like that dream as a kid to just being gone through the passion phase to being an obsession right yeah it got yeah it got to the point that where it was really it kind of took over life as far as what we were doing all of our social things were kind of centered around mm-hmm. car stuff car people um, we have a group of friends that meets together in um, the Smoky Mountains every year in May and we end up seeing these people at other different mm-hmm. events throughout yeah. the years and meet up with them and so um, it's been a, a really fun deal and we didn't necessarily think that this just my kind of passion for cars and hobby would lead to um, what it's led to as far as... Well, and I want to say too, uh, yes, he's very much into the car and the mm-hmm. performance. Um, I am okay with this hobby because we do travel with it. Yeah. And I get to visit different cultures and meet people. And the thing I love about cars, it's, I mean, yeah, they're nice to drive, I suppose. But like... It, they bring people together that may yeah. not have mm-hmm. met. And right. so we've met some very interesting people. That's what the car world does. You're totally right. Yeah. Like, I was about to say the same thing. Like, it's great that, you know, and you have people that 
also all walks of life right all journeys they may be buying that first car or they may have you know 50 in their collection but the one they love or the one that they want is the one that you have that they haven't bought yet yeah. right i think it just yeah. brings you all together and it's um you know it may seem kind of cult-ish right mm-hmm. and you know super kind of closed off but um some of my like you know same thing you guys said some of my best friends have come from the car world you know people i just met standing in front of a car you know cars and coffee or whatever it is in the freezing cold uh, but it's it's a beautiful thing and uh, my wife doesn't listen to the podcast but that's one thing that you know whenever it is that I get mine I keep telling her like we're gonna travel we're we gonna hit the road and you're actually gonna enjoy it because we're gonna you know go to coffee or wherever it is but we might take us an hour and 30 minutes to get to coffee but it'll be worth it yeah you know the long I'm, way around I mean because one of the trips that we're planning here in the future I mean it's in the whole country and I enjoy picking out the places we're going to eat and see and stuff. And he honestly doesn't even care about that so long as he gets to do his rides. And so right. it works. It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this happens then, you, you know, you dive in deep and you're going to all the events, you're meeting all these people. Um, what, go back to a little bit to the, the why, why the Porsche stuff, right? Because growing up, you know, you said it was this kind of trucks and muscle cars in Duncan. And, and is there like a, a moment or a person that was just like, try, you know, see if you can get into one of these or, or, or drive mine or whatever it is? Um, the program director for my residency, he was super into cars. And um, he would always be talking about all these crazy things I'd never heard of. Right. And so um, we actually for my final like kind of checkout of, of residency instead of like going to his office to have the formal discussion we actually went to the parking garage and had it in his uh, he had just gotten a new Panamera when they had come out and so um, it was seeing that talking about that and for his we had to get him a gift for um, like our finishing residency like a deal for the program director and so me and a buddy of mine we went to uh, Park Place Porsche and mm-hmm. went in there to try to find some little gift for him and we felt like such <laughs> idiots walking in there like are they going to kick us out like yeah. we do not belong in this which place. is not a reflection of them no. they're not that way no. it was but just, it's that feeling it's when you're yes. like it's like going to the gym for the first time and yeah. it's like this is such an uncomfortable <laughs> yes. place for me I don't know what it's I'm like, doing right this now this is like so exotic yeah. so crazy and we walked in there and everyone was just so nice. We ended up hanging out in there for an hour, got him a set of cuff links. And now every time we're in Dallas, we go by Park Place, have some coffee and, mm-hmm. and talk. And so those little things just kind of added up. And then when we were needing to get a car to, to drive um, for work, that was what kind of like pushed it over the edge to get into the Porsche deal mm-hmm. and, and really seeing what um, the local uh, War Bonnet uh, Porsche mm-hmm. Club of America was doing here. Um, the autocross stuff they had access to the sheriff's training track and so every month um, going out there and so I started doing that for like a year get telling my dad hey you got to come up from Duncan come yeah. you know drive my car and so finally after a year of it he came up there on a Saturday drove the car and on Thursday he had a car in his driveway <laughs> so um, for several years, he was driving up from Duncan every month, and we started doing all these track things together. Yeah. So it ended up becoming a that's a really special. Deal. That's mm-hmm. really cool to do that with Dad. Like just to, I mean, it took you a year to, to convince yeah. him, right? But that is special to have that. Like for me, it's golf, right? And I, you know, when I play golf, my dad is really cool, mm-hmm. and I have all these memories from growing up playing golf. But you know, once you get older, you kind of like you know. Well, you kind of just grow apart right but to continue having some you know a love for something and then the older you get you know you cherish those moments more when you're a kid you're just, you're just your dad isn't it but the older you know more wiser i guess we get we realize that you know everyone's clock is running out so that's that must be really special um that makes sense with the porsche thing uh so so you 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 know you you're doing all these events and 
the men that we are, right? We're always looking for what's next. So where do we go from that first Porsche that you that you'd bought that that you'd modded to go racing? Um, we we down multiple kind of 911 Carreras. Um, got really into the track stuff. Um, got a, a 981 um, Cayman GT4. Mm-hmm. That was what really pushed over the edge as far as going to the track all the time. And then went to a 996 Cup car. Um, that was really nice. We'd have it stored at Eagles Canyon uh, track. It's down kind of between Decatur and Denton. We'd go down there most weekends, yeah. and it was so nice to just pull up there, pull the car out, and go do the laps. Um, what about the RS? I thought that was before the Cup. Yeah, we. Um, we had a we had the GT4, and then um, ended up getting a, a GT3 RS 9 and 1.2. Nice, bright lizard green. Awesome. I mean, yeah, big old circle. As obnoxious as you can get, but exactly. It's the best it was thing a fight ever. when he yeah. came home and told me he got the allocation. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I didn't think he'd actually get the allocation. And right. She yeah. was so excited, and it was bad timing. <laughs> yeah, she was not too enthused about it. Luckily, there was like you know three to four month period before it actually would right. come I in. Came around and she came around. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we said, you know, we're doing this. Never gotten a car this nice and exciting. We're gonna you know get a wild color. And mm-hmm. he got it here. It's like I absolutely love it. And then kind of realized like. I kind of look like a prick driving to the hospital in this. Brad, some people yeah. might do that. Don't we, we know we have a mutual friend who does <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, but his yeah, is yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His is black. His blends in. And he does um, drive it like yeah. a lunatic yes, as well. he drives yeah. it like a lunatic. Yeah. And so um, it was awesome. Um, and then ended up meeting another car guy here um, in town that we've become really good friends. And he had a, a GT3 Touring he had just taken mm-hmm. delivery of. And one night I was like, hey, you ought to drive it. And so I drove it for about 20, 30 minutes. And then it came home. I was like, okay. It's my nightmare when he drives yeah. a car. It's like, oh, my God. And a friend says, hey, you got to try this out. He's yeah, like, yeah, try it. And just giving him the eyes as he walks out. <laughs> like, it ended up being a great it. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like personality-wise, yeah. like yeah. a, you know, a beige colored car without a wing fits me yeah. a little bit better. Right. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so we sold that, got the Touring, um, and that's been um, our favorite modern yeah. 911 by far. Right, because the good thing about the Touring is it, for, to, to non-car people, it just looks like a 911, right? Mm-hmm. To us, it's not, obviously, because we can see different fenders, wheels, whatever it is, tailpipes, everything. But the difference between a normal person looking at an RS to a normal person looking <laughs> yeah. at a Touring... <laughs> You're much less likely of your car to get keyed or spat at when you yes. pull up at a stoplight, right? Yeah. In your new one, rather than the lime green, big less, wing. Yeah, less uh, gas station conversations. Definitely, yeah. which is a plus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm of the, I, I, I love talking, but small talk sometimes, when you, when you have a nice car and you have that conversation once, you've had it a million times, mm-hmm. right? The only good thing that comes from that is kids wanting to, seeing it, mm-hmm. you know, that passion that we had when we once, if the kid sees it, open it up, sit it, start, you know, sit in the car, start it up, amazing. But if a 50 year old man comes over and he's like, tell me about your Porsche, you're like, I'm kind of in a rush, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we had so, one of them back. We've all been there. Back in Duncan one time, we were at a gas station and had a guy come up to me. And we were talking about the car and he's like, did you get that up at the Ford dealership up the road? <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got it up there. Yeah. Traded in my Mustang yeah. for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't want to, but I did. Yeah. But I did. You know. So, so, you, so your friend says, "Hey, drive this touring," and then that's it, right? You, you know, you you try and get one, and then you get you have the allocation. But it, you know, I know the story. People listening don't. So it was a special. Hey, can we go all the way to Europe to collect this thing in the factory? 
Yeah, right? we had, we'd always wanted to do that whole thing of European delivery. I'd you know, seen other people that had mm-hmm. done it, gone over, where there was a you know BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, pick it up and drive yeah. it around. Um, another thing that just seemed like one of those kind of dream things, like I couldn't imagine ever doing that. And um, when we got that allocation, um, we talked to um, our sales advisor, we've become really good friends with, and like asked him about, it. I was like, "Yeah, we can get you to do European delivery." And so Jessica was super stoked about it. Oh yeah, and food, coffee, pizza, everything. And I mean, it was great. We were already planning to be in Paris because I found really cheap ch- tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, on Google flights or whatever six months previously and it was over his birthday as well and so like well we only have a week there but heck once we get to Paris we'll just hop on over and you know and we had already been to Stuttgart before and done a tour and stuff so we kind of knew what that was like man delivery you just treated so well and just delicious everything is just run so perfectly and we hired a because we don't know roads there and we wouldn't even know how to go about finding good driving roads so we hired a company there is it ultimate drives ultimate Mm -hmm. drives which their bread and butter is really renting their cars Mm -hmm. and setting up drives but we paid them to make us an itinerary and it's just beautiful drives stay at this hotel dinner reservations and you can kind of tweak it and stuff and mind blown perfect it was made a lot much happen made you a lot happier oh my gosh (laughs) so excited great and he set up two um gps's Mm -hmm. so if one breaks down we still have the other one we have a binder with printout and he's on whatsapp with us because we went from germany to Switzerland to Italy and back and well we barely know a little bit of Spanish so and I have all my books for language but um thank goodness we had him during the blizzard yeah where yes we were so he met us in in Germany at the factory plugged in the GPS as you just hit start and then we go drive each day to our spot um it was just phenomenal how easy it was Beautiful. Um, we made it down to um, Lake Como, I believe, yeah. and then on the way back, um, I forgot which pass or which it was tunnel through it was. The Alps. Yeah, yeah, the specific tunnel. But anyway, the road shut down. It was snowing so much, and we were stuck in the car for about three hours, just sitting there with, I mean, feet and feet of snow right. piling up. Um, and we were constantly messaging with him trying to figure out what was going on. Um, the roads were so bad on the other side of the tunnel and they wanted to cl- had to get those all cleared so that they could actually let people in the tunnel because they didn't want everyone stuck in the tunnel right. all the exhaust yeah. building up. We didn't so, yeah. um, it was a wild... Um, Great story, Comfort. Do you remember it forever? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, the car didn't go off the road, so it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, driving around on, on, I mean, were they cup twos or just they're not normal? Like, Thank goodness. We had, we were kind of on shoulder season. And so we had been debating on picking up the car in Germany and then driving yeah. it back to France. Um, but like, well, since it is shoulder season, we want to go in the Alps. Um, they give you the option of getting a set of um, winter tire and wheels. Yeah. And so we did that. Great so option. luckily we're not on cup twos because that would have been... <laughs> 
horrendous. Yeah, when you're winding down those passes, oh. yeah, you know, up and down, down, you know, switchbacks or whatever. It's it is beautiful, but if you're not paying attention, it is extremely dangerous, and you don't want to be like that scene in the original Italian job where the guy just disappears <laughs> over the side. Uh, that must have been so cool, though, to to do that, to take, you know, to have the car, you know, and the location, and and have this, you know, this ultimate drive service, which. It's a no-brainer if you're going that far. The last thing you want to be doing yeah. is rolling out the factory and you turning to Jess saying, yeah. okay, where am I going left or right? And you look at this map. Like, you just enjoy it. You know. And really can't recommend them enough. Yeah. Like, it was really not mm-hmm. that expensive a deal of the way they had it set up. And, like, we got to go on amazing roads. We've got to tell them kind of what we want to spend on a hotel, what kind of food we wanted. And they were just all set up and reserved. And so... Yeah. Um, all places had like good places to park the car, so there was not anything to worry That's about. That's a nice thing too. Yeah. No. Yeah. no, no bad roads and, and, no. and you know scraping the front no, of the car no. and all that stuff. That's awesome. I, that's I mean for people listening, that's like. I mean, just going to Europe is a dream, right? But going to pick up a car, you know, that that's super important to you and, and just a goal or a dream or whatever, and then get into the drive, like that's just the whole experience is really special. I mean, I can't recommend it highly enough. I mean, if anyone gets you know, an allocation for, yeah. you know, and they Porsche, open it up yeah. again. Yeah, right now, you know, it's closed with all of the right. COVID stuff. Um, but supposedly it's opened up in the summer. Um, but yeah, if you can get an allocation, yeah. definitely do it. Do it. It's, it doesn't cost any extra, so. So, well. so during this whole time, when uh, you know, obviously you're back in Oklahoma. When, when, do, when do you have the this building? Did you just mm-hmm. have it already, or like, how does this come about? You want to? Sure. Um, so we we had been thinking about a storage facility for a bit. I mean, we had seen kind of car communities and other since we travel around the U.S. and stuff, mm-hmm. and we see other car communities, and there's places to hang out and have cars and be out of the elements because cars and coffee is sometimes too hot, too Brutal. cold, all yeah. of that. Um, so we've been thinking about it. We um, have uh, some real estate friends and um, they knew we were looking. And at the time that we really started looking is when cannabis opened up here. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the warehouses were taken for that. And we are just like, so we were looking for, I think two years before this one yeah. came up. And this one was better than, in some ways, than any of them that we had looked at before because it's 600 feet mm. from our house. Perfect. So, um, yeah. yeah, the day it came on the market, we made an offer and made a deal, and it was pretty much dilapidated, though. Like, the, the main things that are still here is the concrete and the walls. Yeah. The, yeah. It, needed, it needed a lot of work. The roof and the ceiling situation was horrific. Um, that was the, the biggest um, mm-hmm. adventure with it. But, you know, it was kind of like the, well, why you're in here type of a deal right. going through. Um, we had a really phenomenal team um, with, um, we used Brian Fitzsimmons architecture firm. Mm-hmm. And we're good friends with them. And one of the guys, uh, Jason Leach in the firm, we've done a lot of car stuff together and they've done parking garages. So he kind of got the whole mm-hmm. ethos of it really well. And so him and Brian did a phenomenal job on the design. And then um, drew up church uh, mm-hmm. with Modus Construction. Uh, the build out just went extremely smooth. Like it was, um, it was really great. So, yeah. but if you're asking about timeline, we picked this up in 2019. Is that right? So. And then we closed on this early 2020 before okay. everything went. So you were still actively looking while you picked this up. Then it was oh, the, the it idea was, in two was already. Years. Yeah. 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 
And I mean, you guys have been around the country to all these places, and then I guess seen what you'd like from places and what you dis disliked, and mm -hmm. then kind of just put this, curated this together, and you know, it, it's a phenomenal space. And you know, for people to come down to hang out, have a coffee, watch the F1, mm. try not to scream at the TV. Uh, <laughs> if any, we'll we'll leave it at that because. If anyone knows the, what happened in the F1 last year, they'll th think the same thing. Um, you know, it's just a cool place to hang out. You work here, you know, you, people come and go. Like, mm. it's, it doesn't just feel like a garage, does it, right? It's a lot more than that. I mean, we like to believe that, well, I like to believe that the members, you know, once you sign up, you have access on your phone, you have security access, you can come and go whenever you like. I mean, that, and that's what I do like about our facility other than, I mean, some, they have them up on lifts and someone's got to be there to come at certain hours, but really you can come get your car whenever, switch it out with another one. And I mean, but I mean, that's part of the, when you fill out the packet, you know, yeah, yeah, go yeah. through everything and make sure that's. Mm -hmm. And as far as like community, I mean, the community around, around the country, especially in the Porsche world, it, it, you know, is, is pretty well known for being pretty welcoming and great, but the car community here surprises people because they think, oh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, it's, you guys can't have that many cars. You show up to Cars and Coffee, you show up here, and you're like, whoa, hang on a second. Like, there's a lot more. It's so underrated. I mean, that was a big thing for us. Like, you know, it's awesome going to Cars and Coffee, but it's so overwhelming at this yeah. point. I mean, it's just, it is Thousands of massive. You know, if you don't get out there at 6 in the morning, you're not getting a space. And so... Um, we've really enjoyed having kind of these, I'm say curated, but somewhat organized cars and coffee events where, you know, kind of friends of friends come over. Um, we have out some donuts and coffee and, you know, get to kick the tires on the cars, watch an F1 race, you know, watch a football game. Um, it's been a really great way to meet. We've had people drive down from Tulsa, people from come yeah. up from Ardmore. Um, and just met a lot of really cool people. And so the you know our our goal with this is not necessarily to like grow and pack it full of cars right. and, and stuff it's to it's to really kind of grow organically mm -hmm. the social aspect of it. it's like we really want people parking here that we want to hang out with at the yeah. end of the day that's what we want to you know be sitting here you know having to drink together and talking mm -hmm. about car stuff and life stuff so right well and, and the good thing about this building is that regardless if it wasn't a storage facility you know where, where you're located is, is a great investment anyway so while you have this building why not use it for something you guys want to do rather than it just being empty storage or whatever you know and that was a, a big thing that we felt with the real estate aspect of it and the location that you know we didn't have to have this being a super yeah. big you know financial making deal the long-term real estate play okay. makes more sense so we can just kind of have have fun with it and let it grow kind of on its own, not do any advertising. Um, yeah. Just kind of meet people and see if they want to park the car here. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I know it's right. Like it's, you know, meeting people organically and it, you're right with the coffee and casting. It is great to see that many people out there, but it is extremely overwhelming. And it's great that we have that community here, but it's nice to have your own little tucked away, like I said, friends of friends, you know, you don't have any black sheep showing up, right? Ruining something. No, or some like, guy doing donuts or taking out the crowd. Yeah. You know? Like, you can control the environment. Yeah, it's very controlled. Everyone's good people. You don't have to worry about anyone doing anything bad. Mm -hmm. The spectrum of cars is kind of like cars and coffee. I mean, you have a couple guys show up in supercars. Um, you've got some guys in, you know, Ford trucks, Mustangs. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. It's not just all Porsche guys. And yeah. so, um, the... We recently, uh, one of our clients uh, parked in a 99 um, 
Ford Mustang uh, Saline S281 Speedster. That's yeah. like all white, white wheels. I mean, just harkens back to late 90s <laughs> and stuff and just such a unique, cool car that you don't see those every day. Yeah. Real Miami. Yeah. Car, right? Yeah. Vanilla ice for sure. <laughs> that's right. what he calls it. That's exactly what I mean. That's the first I thought of Miami Vice. Like the first day, I was like, yeah, it sounds like a Miami car for sure. If you're this, I mean, our car guys and girls were all the same. Mine's always turning. What's next? What what do I want to do? What projects can I do? Um, you know, when you have a car that we have behind you that's perfect that you don't need to do anything to, you you know, us as just human beings, we want to do something and, and build something, right? Mine's always turning. So, what is the build at the moment? Is there one? Is there two? Is there one that you're keeping from Jess? There's, <laughs> there's definitely not because I hold the pocketbook. Oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. So She's the account yeah. of everything that's going on. So, other than having, you know, a modern, perfect mm-hmm. car that you can drive every day, what, what's in the, you know, in the project book at the moment? I keep joking that um, the cars keep getting older, smellier, leakier, and slower. Um, we're really enjoying the air-cooled yeah. um, Porsches. Um, we last spring uh, found a barn find. 1962 a 356b mm-hmm. a coupe um down in ardmore actually and it is at uh, works 11 in temple texas it's really awesome uh, air cold shop that does a lot of outlaw builds and so it is down there um it's just gotten stripped getting all the metal work done and uh that's really the thing we're kind of most excited about yeah. seeing how far um to take that in terms of you know, suspension, engine, um, everything. But with, with all these cars, I mean, the main goal for us is to go drive, go meet people, go do stuff with like, there's no garage queens, just park it and, and look at it. Like we want to be pretty, but it's going to get painted. It's going to get dented and scratched, unfortunately, but we're going to go drive yeah. it. And so, um, having a car of that aesthetic and of that feeling and that size um, that we can take up to Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. that we can take down to Hill Country. Um, that's really the goal um, with that one. We uh, also, a year to go, picked up a, a 87, a 911 um, G50 a coupe car um, that looks like someone took a, a, a Brillo pad and <laughs> waxed it pretty much. I mean, the paint on it is awful. But it's had the engines rebuilt, been yeah. rebuilt up to three, four, and drives phenomenal. But um, that's going to be going out to um, uh, a guy named Lee Keen out in Atlanta, um, a professional um, racer, and who does these car builds um, with that generations of 911s that does uh, the Lee Keen Safari cars. So that one's going to be a wild yeah. um, car. I'm very jealous of Lee Keen actually because he races cup cars, right? And he bought last year. I love, like, I grew up in Wales, and I love um, World Rally Championship. Yeah. I've always loved WRC cars, and he bought a Works Pro Drive Subaru, and I have, he hasn't posted much about it. He took it to, like, a Subaru meet in Atlanta, and he, he told a funny story about when it showed up um, at, off the plane. You know, he, he's, like, got to drive it off this pallet, and he's got this kind of like the binder that you would give him. Yeah. You know, he's just got this booklet of like, how do I start this thing? Because you'll just turn it on. He's like, I'm going to flick all these switches. Um, but yeah, for people listening, Lee Keen's got a great job and builds, you know, off-road 911s that yeah. have Ford Raptor tires on them. Like, yeah, just to give people context. It's, yeah, it's wild. It's awesome. Um, he's got a great collection of cars and super nice guy great mm-hmm. person too mm-hmm. so yeah that's really another one of your example of just the connections you've had right you know you meet these people and then they just you know in the car community people probably look at you know lee and i mean 
his new 992 GT3 is a very punchy spec. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing pictures of it, it looks amazing. It is fun. Um, you know, but, you know, people see these guys on Instagram, but when you meet them in person, right, it's like meeting, you know, other famous people or whatever. They're just normal human beings. They just like to talk cars. Well, we had met him several years ago in an event that we would go out to. Uh, it was called the GT Smokies. All a group of um, <laughs> Porsche guys have GT cars. And met him out there. Didn't know that he was... Who he, who he was yeah. like that he was the you know the racer and so we talked to him several times and then figured out, oh that's the guy who makes these cars and then we kind of yeah yeah it's just it's funny how he's just a nice guy that's gonna be fun because that's gonna kind of marry your off-roading days from dallas to like your Porsche yes. days now yeah. right that's, that's like, this is gonna be so sure. much fun that's kind of the goal of it yeah, yeah. and oklahoma roads are gonna be this is gonna be bulletproof against <laughs> <Yes>. oklahoma roads <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing yeah you don't have to worry about potholes in oklahoma <laughs> that thing that's gonna be really cool what's the kind of finish date on that do you know what's gonna be done um no so that car um is still here it hasn't gotten shipped out to atlanta yet so that will probably be a couple years yeah. Um, away um, we're hoping that uh, the 356 may be a year year and a half mm -hmm. um, but as with everything yeah it always takes longer with with the kind of modern you know the, the new GC3 coming out last year and, and pictures of the RS looks more like a cup car every day uh, actually looks like a Batmobile I saw the yeah. press thing today I was like that, that looks insane what are your thoughts on your your touring against the new touring well, we, we've thought about that and trying to get a new one. And the, you know, the process on getting allocations, getting cars right now is so difficult. Um, after kind of what we've, the experiences we've had in this, you know, did European delivery. We've driven it all through Colorado and Arkansas and Texas and um, the Smoky Mountains and all these places. Like this one, I think going to be a forever car. It's got and, a sentimental value yeah, to it. Yeah, so we always say, oh, I think this one, yeah, is going to be a. I mean, everything's for sale for the right price, but I can't imagine. I mean, if right. someone has a crazy offer, yeah. bring it, but it needs to be crazy. Yeah, it's which uh, which I mean, they are going for yeah, crazy well, money at the moment. It is wild. So, it's nuts. I mean, we would we would really. There's a couple um, cars that we're really excited about. Um, the new uh, 992 Sport Classic. Mm -hmm. um, the rumors on that car being a you know, turbocharged car, um, essentially a 992 turbo, but with a manual, yeah. um, rear wheel drive, ducktail. I mean, like that's just like harkens of all the, like the classic 911. In a similar color they come out in too, yeah. right? They come so out in similar. It, yeah, if it came out in that kind of like gray. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of what we'd be most interested in. Uh, if we get an allocation for, you know, a, a cool 992, mm -hmm. I mean, We'd take it, be able to get to go to European delivery, especially. And you know, these cars are just so capable now. Yeah. It, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, even this one, you know, with no lift shift in it and auto rev match and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it makes you look at like such a great driver, even if you're not. Um, but yeah, so still excited about um, the future of what's going on in the Porsche mm -hmm. world. With Tell me about the, our first um, electric experience. Yeah, so we. I've kind of been, we looked at Tesla's a long time ago, mm -hmm. um, but didn't really go that far. Actually, when we were looking for the, uh, that original 911, like yeah. the range on it to go down to Lawton yeah. and back for work was not that great at that time. And they just come out. So, Lawton's your gauge. Yeah, that was the gauge. Um, so, uh, we finally drove a Taycan um, last week and we're uber impressed with it. I mean, yeah. it was. Um, what is it, the one I want, that wagon? Yeah, the, the Cross Turismo is there. Yes, I want that. Beautiful car. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't see us getting an allocation for it. Yeah, I mean, it was just, yeah, the, the 
the technology in them, the performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, it definitely felt a little heavy, but it felt like a 911. The but steering was yeah. amazing. Um, you could literally walk into it and it just it felt like a Porsche, all the electronics mm-hmm. and everything. So um, it was a phenomenal car. So um, also one thing that's interesting, when we were in Europe, uh, when we were doing the European delivery, when we mm-hmm. picked up our car, they, um, Porsche just released the Cayenne um, Coupe. Okay. Um, they hadn't actually it had just been announced, and so they had one fresh off the assembly line. And so they're made in, in Leipzig, so this was in Stuttgart. So they yeah. brought one there, and they had all the employees you know, from the Stuttgart factory coming out and looking at it. And it was so cool seeing these workers who like see these cars every, every day yeah. and like who are so numb to this stuff and so excited about this car and like. Uh, the passion of um, the German people, the engineering, the punctuality. I mean, like, it's yeah. just... It's very German. It, it, it's, I mean, it's so funny, though, isn't it? Because they are, like, the best at it, right? You know, everything's done perfectly right. And then you get to the highway, and he just says, you know what, this we've got some sections where you can, like, drive as fast as you want. It's entirely... It, it, it's great. It's, like, it's kind of like an Italian was, you know, had a German mother and an Italian, you know, someone had a German mom and Italian dad was just like, you know what? We can do good stuff and we can do lunatic stuff. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. And then obviously you've got the Nürburgring, which is, I mean, just a oh, monster, so monster in its own. Yeah, so you guys, that's on the bucket yeah. list. Yeah. yeah. So trips this year then, obviously things are starting to open up a bit more. Um, you know, you, you're used to traveling now, so you, you kind of know things to go to and, and not not everything you go to now is a new experience it's just oh we're meeting up with old friends mm-hmm. or we're doing this and that what's on the schedule list this year um let's go chronologically i'd say uh texas yes yeah, so we're rally. going to the um, texas hill country mm-hmm. rally um uh, down in south texas and through hill country i'm super excited about that it's all air-cooled and 911s or air-cooled porsches um and then in new york um yeah, we've got a uh, 1994 Range Rover um, being uh, just got finished being refurbished in yeah. Spain, and is on a boat. Right and yeah, so it's going to be in Brooklyn in probably three weeks or so. And so sometime this spring, we'll fly up to Brooklyn and drive that around the Northeast for a little okay, bit. Okay, you're not driving it back, so no. I was going to say no, no, it's no. like torture. <laughs> it's a rover at the end of the day, so <laughs> yeah. we're just hoping it makes it back to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, somewhere else yeah. and let it get yeah, ship it back, back. Yeah. but so we're yeah excited about that it's real kind of retro mm-hmm. um it's a pastel green with um tan leather interior so we might uh, as well say that's stray dog yes yeah, so that's stray dog classics doing that um we'll do um gt smokies mm-hmm. in may um hopefully do a european delivery um on yeah on a new car at some yeah. point this year if that's an option um and then we typically, we have a real, like when we're just needing a weekend away, um, we've got a real quick run we do to Northwest Arkansas, just take off Friday morning at eight, mm-hmm. go out east on I-40, um, and go up to the little town called Ork. Um, Arkansas had this awesome little grill yeah. uh, restaurant place. Uh, have lunch there, drive the pig trail up into uh, Bentonville, um, stay the night there, uh, and then, do a lot of really good drives on Saturday yeah. and then come back on Sunday. Is that kind of like the closest thing being centrally located in Oklahoma City that's like the closest hey this is an easy 
trip away back and you know down and back in one weekend that's what of. we found I been so. our right. favorite year. The, the, that brings in everything so you guys you you can both go is what i'm saying it's Bindle's not just like a great yeah. nice experience orc is fun and yeah there's some really good drives yeah, and, and, and you know, Bentonville has you know amazing museums with the Crystal Bridges mm-hmm. there. The mountain um, biking, if you want to do that, yeah, world class mountain biking. The food, um, seeing the pub scene is really really good. So yeah, yeah it just it kind of ticks all those little boxes, and it's only a three day um, weekend trip. So yeah, um, we'd love that. That's but, really cool. I mean, maybe after Hill Country, we'll have a kind of one a trip there, and then. Uh, Colorado, we have a pretty good run up there as mm-hmm. well. So the hard part is just getting there, isn't it? That's the miserable part is getting there. Once you get there, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's just that. like that At least ten a few hours. hours of boring. <laughs> boring. Yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. Driving down I forty to Amarillo is not fun. No, not so much. <laughs> I mean, all the way to Albuquerque really is terrible. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. but uh, well, all right. Last question. This has been awesome, and and I can't wait to share these stories to our listeners but last questions um and you can both answer this so five car garage which for me changes almost every day and i'm sure it does for you guys too but as of now what would be your five car garage anything you <laughs> i don't have five cars because to be honest i like driving the same car all the time i don't like to switch it out i don't yeah. like to i i just like my car i currently drive a, a volkswagen golf Car, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's my little go-kart, six-speed. Um, it can do everything, low maintenance, boom. Yeah. Um, I have now considered, Brett has talked about trading it in for another Porsche or something. I used to have a Cayenne, which I did like, a diesel. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the um, Cross Turismo, I think, but I only need one, and yeah. all I need is my um, attached garage parking spot. Brett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a must. I, that is also why yes. we did this. Um, Right. If I have to start fighting for my garage spot, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. a must. Okay. Now you can fill up the rest. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, an everyday driver and pride in the touring. Yeah. Um, just love that. Um, kind of staying in the Porsche world, the top two would be like a, a 72 Carrera RS, like an original. And then, um, a 997 uh, GT3 RS mm-hmm. 40, like the the unicorn of the yeah. GT cars. Um, probably some old Bronco or old Range Rover, something to kind of itch the um, the off-roading mm-hmm. aspect, something to kind of lumber around in. Um, and then some 80s or 90s supercar, or like a a 959, a Testarossa, or a Countach, just something. Yeah. Something for the post of those. Yeah. yeah. The post of car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I love the stories. I can't thank you guys enough for, for taking some time out to share these awesome stories uh, and love the space uh, and just, you know, I love following you. I love seeing, you know, the events that you're going to do this year, you know, we've talked about and, and the events you've already had and, and the drives and everything. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to build your own kind of community uh, around a passion, you know, uh, or an obsession, whichever way you want to look at it, right? The, but the good thing is, it's something that you can do together. Um, you know, Brett, if you want to go out and drive with you guys for the weekend, you can. But also, like, you know, you've got couples drives and events and stuff that you can all go to, and it's not just like, um, you know, 
me for example like my wife tries to play golf but it's not really her scene so like she'd rather stay at home so it's really cool for you guys to do that together and um, for people listening if you have a car or whatever it is or just want to get involved um, I'll post a link to the Instagram you guys can check that out uh, and reach out to these guys and, and you know hopefully become part of the family it depends if you pass the test or not <laughs> <laughs> so if you like art music and cars you'll probably fit in yeah so thanks so much guys i really appreciate it and for you guys listening we'll catch you next episode cheers this podcast is presented by the oklahoma hall of fame telling an oklahoma story through its people since 1927 for more information on the hall of fame go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on instagram for daily updates at oklahoma hof Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.